probably is good to find dolls. Listen, this one is for my trader chicks. Um, sometimes I will have like motivational stuff, but just giving a heads up to my regular content people. This one is more like the techie techie stuff. I'm going to make it short, sweet, and to the point. So for my trader chicks, um, listen, I'm telling you, I love this stuff. It's 1045 p.m. Cannot wait for the market to open tomorrow. And remember, um, I came on here earlier and I told you if you, oh, I forgot to put the win rate in the description. I have to go back and do that. Um, but I remember I told you I was listening to Wolves of Wealth um, last night and early this morning. I, I went back and listened to the video this morning. And they were talking about how you can use the EMA or exponential moving, moving averages. Um, you want to make sure that you do not use the, the, the smoothing or the simple. Stay away from that one, right? So I had a hard time trying to find like where the EMAs were. If you're using TradingView, you want to use the one that says, um, there's one that says EMA 20 slash 50 slash 100 slash 200. Um, and then it's by Dr. Sweets. It has 7,850 people that are using that indicator. And then you can go in. And change it to the um, to the the way I did it is I put the two hundred first. I made that one gold. And remember, you want to see if if the signals are above or below. That will tell you if you're bullish or bearish. Then you want to put in the thirteen and the forty eight. I put those two together in the middle, and I made them red and green. And every time they cross over, it's kind of giving you an alert that um it's about to be a reversal and then i did the you can choose if you want the eight or the nine which is going to also come in handy um after you've sniped and you've probably used like your your five your five minute or two minute time frame to decide where to go in you can switch back to the 15 uh, minute time frame and that green line or the one that is the eight or nine is going to tell you how long you can stay in the trend and as soon as the candles start to hit the the that that eight or nine then that one that's when you can get out it has an 85 to 90 percent win rate it is you know but you don't want to use it as a standalone you do definitely want to know what a reversal looks like you want to use um like the bull flag or like chattern parts chart patterns um so it's supposed to be used in tandem with other things another one that i found that was so cool you guys is there is an indicator on TradingView called GAPS, and it says updated um, next to it at the time I'm, I'm looking at this. So I went ahead and downloaded it. And um, real quick, too, before I forget, because if you guys want to add the EMA, um, for one, it was really hard to just add the individual EMA because if you're using TradingView, I went ahead and paid for the year so that I could have five indicators. <clears throat> So if you're going to set up your chart like me where you have the moon phases on there and let me see what else I have on my other chart. Eh. Let me see what else I have on my other chart. Yeah, and actually, so I can take these EMAs off of this one. So if you if you're going to use like your moon chart, that's one indicator. And then if you're going to use your, um, the, 
Let me see. I'm going to tell you right now. The EMA with that. That one is cool because you get all four that you need in, as one indicator versus having to put in individual ones. And I noticed that with the individual EMAs, with the individual EMAs, it has this other smoothing thing on there. And I don't know what that is about. So, and the cool thing is too, if you, let's say you just wanted to use the number eight or the 200, you can reduce the visibility on the other three with that one. So there's that, that will save you four indicators all lumped up into one. And then the gaps one is really cool. Um, I am cautious about it because I want to train my eye to look for the gaps and how to plot them. But and at the same time, it was so cool because when uh, what I did is I put it on my chart and then I can hide it because it does add a lot of noise. But what you can do is you can um, put the lines over where the gaps are and then hide the visibility and then the other thing I wanted to say, too, is that if you do use gaps, um, you're going to notice it kind of skews your time frame. So um, I would say go ahead and, and plot it. It's going to help you train your eye anyways, like use the, the lines from that you're allowed to draw onto the chart where the gaps are or make your box and then hide the visibility so that the time frame can go back to to something more accurate that you're used to for that time frame. So, yeah, y'all, I freaking I cannot wait. So, like, even for example, right now, uh, I'm, I'm happening to look at QQQ. You know what? Let me switch it over to spy because i, I want to trade spy tomorrow although if i get a chance i'll jump into qqq but i wanted to let me look at spy um and another hack too that that might come in handy is if you do because if you only if you have the regular trading view you can only use one window but if you upgrade um I believe it allows you to use two windows um, for the layout. And so what I was going to do is worst case scenario, I would have two, the both windows open with spy. And then I would have like the um, five indicators on one chart and then the other two or three um, on the other chart. So you could have like basically up to 10 indicators, but not that you want them to be too messy or that type of a thing. A matter of fact, if you really wanted to also, you could have um, like the moon phases on one chart and then the um, EMA with the gaps on the second chart and just keep them separate, but you keep, keep them side by side. And then the other cool thing too, is you could also say like, let's say because you are like, once you've drilled down and you've done the, the day, you can keep one window with the with like the two or three minute and then the other one with the 15 minute um and the one that has a 15 minute time frame would be the one that has the ema on it i hope i'm making sense with that so and then last but not quick so i'm looking at um spy right now and so the candles are above the 200 ema so it is um bullish meaning that we're expecting a, a uptrend it looks like the 13 and the 48 are about to cross we'll see what happens tomorrow but the green one is also showing that it's an it's on an uptrend right so um yeah super duper excited also keeping in mind we are head oh yeah i think today is the is the full moon if i'm not mistaken um 
Oh, no, wait. The full moon is on July. Is it July 4th? I'm going to tell you real quick. Because there could be a little bit of a, of a, a pull down. Just a, lot, a tiny bit. July. And I do have the moon phases. But I want to make sure. So, July full moon. <clears throat> and then I'm going to hop off of here. July 3rd. So, yeah. So, this will be a good time for me to see, like... Um, if there's a little bit of pullback right before we go into the full moon. But other than that, um, yeah, if you know anything about looking at the patterns for the full moon, if you put the moon phases as an indicator, you're going to see that usually when there's a full moon, it the stock tends to trend trend up. But again, it's, it, it could depend on the stock. Each stock has its own personality. Each stock surprisingly has its own astrological chart, too. Um, I'm not there yet, but with that being said, each chart, I mean, each, um, each stock has its own astrological or natal chart, but, um, there was something else I wanted to say, uh, and let me see, and yeah, I can actually see the gap, it gapped up, um, I feel like there was something else I wanted to say, um, Yeah, so anyways, it should be it should be on an upward trend. I will check it and see um, in, in tandem with the full moon. And I feel like there was something else I was going to say. All right, y'all, let's just keep it short. I will talk to y'all in the morning. Let's see what it what it does in the morning. I will definitely upload my results. And then also, oh, another cool tip I learned, too. I don't remember the name of the strategy that it's called real quick. But some people will use the first candle on the 15-minute time frame to set, like, the high and the low for the day. And they will look to see if it breaks out of that high or that low. Um, that is slightly different than having um, previous days high and low and also um, open high and low if i'm not mistaken i'll probably come back and explain that strategy a little bit more so tomorrow for the first half an hour i'm not going to be trading i'm just going to allow it to form a trend um i'm going to use that first 15 minute candle to set the high and the low i'm also going to be looking at the previous high and lows which you can also set on your time frame if you um right click at the bottom there's like a little hexagon you right click on it and then you can go to um to labels or lines you can put either one and so you can put if you want pre and post market price line um previous day close price line and then for labels you can also go to um <clears throat> pre and post market price label so those kind of um i i love those so for example the the high from before was 429 for spy and then let me see if I can break this down a little bit more. Oh, yeah, the high was 428 and then the low is 348. And then if you put a if you put the gap thing on here, there's actually a gap between. Um, let me make this a little bit smaller. There is a gap between four. 440 and 438. And so it's going to be interesting to see in that first half an hour if it's going to pull down and fill that gap before it goes up or if it's going to break through and fall, you know, fall down. 
Um, and so, but if it, if it, it, it could possibly go up, but at some point it's going to have to fill that gap. So we will see about that. Last but not least, time I'm recording this, it is July 2nd, um, going into Monday the 3rd. <clears throat> Tuesday is going to be 4th of July. And so tomorrow, Monday is going to be a shorter, a shorter time frame to um, get in and out of the trade. So when I normally would be getting out at 1030, um, my mentor told me to just not spend more than four hours in the market. Um, so I need to be out by 1030. Tomorrow they close at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So I'm just going to pay attention to that, too. Um, and so we will see. We'll see. All right. I'll talk to you all later. Bye. And just because I'm aware that some people might tap in for the first time. Listen, I want you to win. So why am I talking about the gap? Um, if you want to figure out, like learn how to trade the gap, go check out Kelly OG. She has a video that is titled um, easy. It's titled easy how to make thousands off of chart pattern. In that one, she explains how to fill the gaps. So like Loki, you can kind of wing it. But my, my caution would, to you would be like, don't be too dependent on it. Um, still learn to look for the gap. But it will kind of help pick up some of the, the ones that are way, way further um, in the back that, that you wouldn't be able to, to pick up on. And so it will help you eventually you'll become better at it. So that's why. I'm I'm excited about the gap indicator um and being able to kind of use that as a to add that to my arsenal, okay? So, like I said, and then if if you're kind of interested to the other per, the other video that Kelly OG has that is really great is um the easiest strategy you'll ever learn my favorite charting um thing. She does this before the market opens. Um so yeah. All right. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Okay, y'all. It is twelve oh one past midnight. Um, I've just been here looking at the charts and, like I said from before, and I've heard other people say that there's a cup and handle. Um, I don't remember what time frame it was on, but it was definitely before Friday. But here's what I'm looking at. So. In my opinion, when I'm looking at the chart here on Friday for the one-day chart, it looks like there is that cup formation. And if it were to get the handle that comes with the cup and handle formation, that is where you're going to have that drawdown, fill the gap, and then it's going to take you to the all the way up to the top. So I think what's going to happen at open is it's going gonna, it's gonna to put the handle on the cup, and then we're going to go up. I was also looking at the RSI. And I also want to say this too, um, one of the ladies I was following, she does Forex and she prefers the Heikinashi candles. I think it has its pros and cons. On one panel, I have the Heikinashi um, candles and on the other panel, I have just the regular default candles and I actually kind of like it that way too because um, I'm getting to see both sides. I think that they both have their strengths and weaknesses. Um, I'm going to determine to what degree, you know, the Heikinashi candles are better for um, for Forex as opposed to stock. Um, but yeah, so I like that too. So then the other thing I looked at too was the, um, 
let me reopen it here. The RSI, I looked at it on different, on different, come on, let's do this. <clears throat> I looked at it on different time frames, and if you look at the RSI um, on the one day chart time frame, um, you're going to see that it is in the overbought, like at the top, close to the 70, close to the 70. So usually when it hits around that area is when it's going to start to, you know, pe people are going to pull back and then kind of try to get into that range. Um, and then if you look at it on the 15 minute, it's also way above the um, over, over, overbought. If you look at it on the two minute, um, in the two minute channel, it seems to be okay. Um, the five minute, it's it's kind of okay as well too. Um, but if you do the fifteen minute time frame, it's overbought. One hour is overbought. I mean, one day is overbought. Let me look at the week. Um, for the week, it's kind of creeping up there. I need to kind of figure out what the purple and the green one are. <clears throat> I almost wonder, I don't think I need the SMA. Let me see if I can take off that off of my, I don't need the SMA on there. So I'm going to go to the settings and see if I can take off the SMA because that, that's just going to confuse baby girl over here. Input. Um, MA type, yeah, so maybe if I can either just take it off. Okay. <clears throat> so I can't, but let me see which color I should be looking at. So style, I'll just stick to the purple, yeah. The purple one is the RSI that I need. Um, unless I find another RSA, if, if I find another RSA, that is more appropriate for what we're trying to do, then I will definitely come on here and, and tell you. But yeah, that's going to be my prediction, y'all. I think it's going to complete the cup. It's going to complete the handle of the cup. Um, that's an example of confluence, right? So based on the RSA, um, RSI, sorry, based on, let me go back to here, based on the chart pattern, based on the gap, um, the EMAs are not really telling you anything too much going on there, but that again, understand like we're not chasing it. We're going to give it time to do what it needs to. Um, and this is why your support levels are important. Obviously if it bounces, excuse me, or start, if it continues to go up then, you know, but at least you kind of, if, if I'm going to tell you, if that thing goes down and creates the handle, it should be going straight up to the top. And then I guess some people would try to figure out like, what is it going to go to next? So it closed on 443. Um, and so if, if, if they go to whole numbers, spike goes up to two, you know, it goes up in increments of two. So for 443, we're looking at like 440 definitely gonna if past 444 but going into 446 448 you know me being really super conservative um it moving in two dollar increments and maybe once it fills that gap 
um, that that's actually quite an incremental move because it would have to come all the way down to at least 438 before it starts to move up the way that um, it tends to do. If, if you get a chance to look at the cup and chart cup and handle pattern. Yeah, so I can't fall asleep. I'm basically supposed to be up in the next six hours. Market opens at 630. Um, I've already kind of have an idea of what I want to do for tomorrow morning. I'm just going to, I have to take the trash out. <laughs> I forgot to do it this morning and I'm too, I mean like uh, late last night. So, and I'm too scared to go out there by myself. So, um, yeah, in the morning I'll just let my dog out and then <laughs> you can watch me when I take the trash cans out. And then, um, yeah, 630, 6.30 market opens, 7 o'clock. Let it see what, what, what it, what uh, trend it takes and I'm going to have my hand ready to get into a trade. I'm going to try to get, um, depending on what I'm seeing, right. But definitely going to get one contract. Um, going to, it, depending on how confident I feel, I might get two and then I'm going to have two take profit. So I'll have one take profit at 20% and then the other one, I'll have it at 30%. I'm going to let it run and that's it. I'm going to just, when I'm done, um, I'm just going to celebrate with the rest of you guys. Tomorrow is the market is going to close early and I'm just going to watch it and, and see what happens. And then can't get back to wait, cannot wait to get back into the market on Wednesday. My mentor says she doesn't trade on Wednesdays because she calls it wacky Wednesdays. So I will just kind of, um, you know, just be cautious and just if, if it's a good um, what they call a high probability um, set up, then I'm here to play. But if not, then by 1030, I'm just going to go for my walk or try to go to the gym or figure something out to do. But I'm free for the rest of the day after 1030 from now on in the morning. So I I really like that schedule. Um, but yeah, so at this point, I'm pretty sure I've done a 30 minute mark, but I hope that this was helpful. I'll talk to you all on the flip side. Bye.